Welcome to the Choose Better Podcast. I'm Erica Day, and this is where I tell Black women the truth so that we can all choose better in every area of our lives. Welcome back. This episode is the first in a series. In this series, I'll be going in-depth, discussing what it means to be a Proverbs 31 woman from the true biblical perspective. If you're like me, you're tired of the Bible being used as a tool to keep women subservient to men. There is no way anyone will ever get me to believe that God created women just to serve men. But that's what many believe and teach. A good understanding of the scriptures tells me that although God created women to be a helper to their husbands, he did not create us to be second-class citizens. Each of us is created in the image of God, and each of us has worth and value no less than a man. What I also see the scripture saying is that men have roles and responsibilities, and so do women. These roles are different, but not unequal. You know my goal here is to arm you with the truth so that you can choose better in every area of your life. It is my hope that this study will change the way you see yourself. To see yourself as God sees you, and not as human beings with ulterior motives see you. And once you see yourself better, you will definitely be able to make better choices based on knowing the truth. So let's begin. First, a little background. Proverbs 31 was written to a king as an example of the kind of wife leaders should be choosing. It is also of great benefit to women so that we know what a truly godly wife does. It shows us that God has a standard for us that is so not the standard the world portrays, and God's is the only standard that counts. So, if you call yourself a king, then this is the kind of wife you should be looking for. And if you call yourself a godly woman, this is the kind of wife you should be. However, there is more meaning in this passage than what we've been taught. It's not just that the woman works hard to benefit her household so wives should be out here being mules. That's the way it's used to try to make women subservient in the name of submission. But that's not the intent of the writer of the passage. So let's read the passage. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible, Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31. Who can find a wife of noble character? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not lack anything good. She rewards him with good, not evil, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and portions for her female servants. She evaluates a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with her earnings. She draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. She sees that her profits are good and her lamp never goes out at night. She extends her hands to the spinning staff and her hands hold the spindle. Her hands reach out to the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. She is not afraid for her household when it snows, for all in her household are doubly clothed. She makes her own bed coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. 
Her husband is known at the city gates, where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes and sells linen garments. She delivers belts to the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she can laugh at the time to come. Her mouth speaks wisdom, and loving instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her children rise up and call her blessed, and her husband also praises her. Many women have done noble deeds, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor, and let her works praise her at the city gates. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 4 says, A wife of noble character is her husband's crown, but she who causes shame is like decay in his bones. Here in Proverbs 31, we find out what a wife of noble character looks like. First of all, she's not like the foolish woman in Proverbs 14 and 1 who tears down her house with her own hands. She is the wise woman who builds her house. This does not mean to build the physical house. This is talking about the home, the environment, how it's kept, and how it looks on the inside. So going in depth, let's go back to verses 10 and 11. Who can find a wife of noble character? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not lack anything good. So, who can find a wife of noble character? The Greek word hail defines of noble character as a force, an army, wealth, virtue, valor, strength. So this woman is not weak. She is strong, powerful, full of valor, a force. A lot of men are looking for a woman to just be at their beck and call and exist just to serve them. In this first verse, we see that type of woman would not fit the description of the Proverbs 31 woman. In addition, this woman is far more valuable to her husband than rubies, or what the Greek says, a pearl. In other words, she ain't no punk, and she is of immeasurable value and worth. Now before we get too far with the strength, we need to make sure we understand that this strength, this force, is not the kind that wants to rule over her husband, nor is it the kind that wants to be in charge of everything. It is a force under control. Now let's read verse 11 again. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not lack anything good. So this verse is telling us that the husband has full confidence in his wife and because of her, he lacks nothing of value. The New Living Translation says he can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. The English Standard Version says the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. We'll end there for this week. Now the challenge for this episode, and yes, there is a challenge. I want you to take the time to go back and listen to the episode. 
Did you hear something that you had never heard before? Take the time to go back and read the passage as well. Does something stand out to you? Write those thoughts out and think about it. Get your journal and do the work. What does it challenge you to do or to change? How does it affect the way you see your role as a wife? Even if you're not married, how does it affect the the way you thought about what being a wife means? Now, if you feel comfortable sharing your insights publicly, you can share them on the Facebook page under the post for this episode or elsewhere on social media with the hashtag ChooseBetterChallenge. If you'd like to have a more in-depth discussion, I invite you to join the Choose Better Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Looking forward to see what you guys have to say. Remember that you can reach out to me via Facebook. Search for the Choose Better Podcast page. On Instagram, Choose Better Podcast. And I'm also on TikTok under Choose Better Podcast. The email address is hello at choosebetterpodcast.com. You can also go to my website, www.choosebetterpodcast.com to leave a review, sign up for the Choose Better Squad email list, and even leave me a short voicemail. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. And remember, choose better, sis.